0: Hi, this is Jack Tester. This is another episode of Leadership Lounge, and I am sitting here with a very special person. I'm sitting here with Marla Coffin. For you longtime members, you'll know exactly who she was. Is uh, she was the second employee here at NextStar. Worked for NextStar from 1994 until 2010 with just a little break in between. And uh, when she left, she was a general manager next door, just uh, a very special person. And she's in the office for our 25-year anniversary doing some film work, and I wanted this opportunity to, for Marla to share some of her perspectives on leadership and the things that she did. And I will say this, I worked with a lot of people, and Marla was truly extraordinary. She was just an amazing person. And she brought uh, a consistency to work every day. And uh, I like to talk about that in her mindset as it relates to that. So, Marla, tell us about your uh, yourself, where you grew up, and what you did, and and uh, we'll talk a little bit about that, then I'll segue into Nextar.
1: Thank you, Jack. It's a pleasure to be here and to be here with you today, and uh, celebrating the 25th anniversary this year, too, for Nextar. So, you want to know where I grew up? Sure. In background, uh, farm girl, uh, dairy farm and rural Minnesota.
0: Awesome. Okay.
1: And came to know you through your lovely wife, Barb. Right,
0: right. And then you found your way to Nextar. found
1: my way to Nextar.
0: As an hourly employee, I remember it well.
1: Yes. I took a, a decrease in pay to come to work for you.
0: Thank you, Marla. Yeah. I'm so glad you did. And, and just <laughs> I am for those, glad I did, too. So for those who don't know, I hired Marla. And then when I came back to Mar- to NextStar, Marla hired me. So yeah. I was your employee. From two thousand six to two thousand ten, and you're an extraordinary manager right and one of the things that 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 struck me as I was thinking about you in, in was there was a level of consistency that I don't remember you ever having a bad day. I remember I get made you mad a few times and I saw you angry, but then that came and went, but you didn't you didn't come into nextstar with slump shoulders. I never remember you leaving Next star with slump shoulders. I don't remember a meeting where you seemed disengaged. why? How did that happen, Marla?
1: For me, coming to work, you're, you're a role model. And I had to be a, a role model. I didn't have to be. I wanted to be a role model for the, the people that were working with me because it's all about results. And every day you bring your best game okay. to the office. And you bring in the smile. You bring in energy. People need a force of energy. And for me, it was always about energy. Also, okay. And to go around, one of the things I did every day, just greet everybody, go to their desks and bring that smile and that bit of energy. And just to check in with them. Because, yeah, every you know, nobody has a perfect day every day. But you just got to right. bring them that spark no matter where they're at. That was very important for me. And I, don't, I look at it as a, a servant leadership wasn't about me, it's about my people, and they were my peeps, that's what I called them. And you get things done through them and with them, and you have to care about your people, and you have to listen to them, and it's through this environment where they know you care and feel supported, they'll do anything for you, really. They'll make the effort and well beyond the effort to get things done. Mm -hmm. Because they realize you're you're there. You're there for them.
0: You're there for them. And
1: they get to do it. Was that,
0: you know, we hear that a lot. We hear the term servant leadership. I almost think it's abused, you know. And And I truly knew that that's who you were, or that's what you did, I should say. Is that who you were? Was that natural? Did you have to fight it?
1: No, I think it's natural. I think for me, uh, that's a great question. There was no fighting that or having to be conscious of it. It was just intuitive. And if I look Why? back,
0: How did that happen? How come it's not intuitive for everybody else, myself included?
1: That's a great question. Why? What too. happened? I think it's it's something. I just know how to relate to people. Okay. Yeah. I can't explain. So you it. didn't have
0: to you didn't have to game up in the morning before you went to work?
1: Mm-mm. No. Okay. No.
0: Well that's not gonna help people learn anything. Those people, <laughs> those of us who have to game up, I'm sorry this podcast isn't for you. I'm teasing. No. But
1: you just get you have to, you know, that drive to work, you get your mind in the right okay. right place, right? Okay. And you know you're gonna walk in with a smile because people are people they're watching. Looking you. To, they're watching you, yes.
0: So it is true. Please tell me this so I feel better about myself. That there were days where you didn't feel like smiling. Oh yeah. Okay. Now we're getting oh, yeah. someplace. All right. So so there were days where you came to work and I I know your husband is an extraordinary man and you guys had a great have a great relationship, but there's some days where for whatever the reason, maybe you're just feeling a little physically ill or something, that you actually said, I've gotta I've gotta put my game face on yeah. now. Right?
1: Definitely. And uh well, one of the biggest examples would be when Phil had that awful accident. And yeah. so for three months he's, you know, in a nursing home and I'm going to work. I'm at work two weeks after the accident. But you go in and you've got the game face because the cow's got to get milked.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, uh, it's a farm, farm metaphor. Cows got to get milked. Tell us about the farm metaphor. You
1: know, on the farm every day, twice a day, the cows have to get milked. And no matter what's going on, Around the farm or in your life, you've got to take care of the cows. So, I came from a, a world of responsibility, and you just, every day, milk the cows.
0: Right. So, so you good, couldn't sleep in.
1: Couldn't sleep in.
0: Couldn't decide? You could,
1: but you still have to get the cows milked.
0: Okay. Still. A
1: little bit later, but <laughs> okay. you had to get but it done. But you couldn't skip a day. No. You can't you could,
0: skip a day. Couldn't skip a day, or you, you couldn't milk them twice the next day, so...
1: So that was, a responsi- that was a sense of responsibility. I felt for being in this office, I need to bring my A game every day for my people and also for my boss. Perform. You have to perform every day.
0: So, this, so it's, you can't be brilliant for a week and take a week off. Right. You, know, you have to be on top of your game in a high level every single day.
1: And goes back to one of our very early speakers, Ed Foreman, who okay. every day you had a choice. He was this former senator, I think he was at our Washington D C uh, super meeting, and he had a smiley face he drew, he had a big poster of a smiley face on one side and the frown on the other side, and he said, Every day you make a choice before you go to work or when you get up. What's it gonna be? You're gonna be smiling and positive or do you choose to be this person over here, the grump? And you make that choice, and when people ask you how you're feeling, how are you today? You know, some of us go, oh, okay, or I don't feel good. He just say terrific. Just say it, even if you don't feel terrific, because by saying that, you start putting that energy into yourself.
0: Right. And every right. day,
1: all of us can do that, uh-huh. no matter how you feel when you wake up.
0: Right, right.
1: Just say, I'm terrific.
0: And, and we call that
1: put a smile on your put face. a
0: smile on your face and say it. And I, and and you know, folks who hadn't worked with Marla, you might hear a talking head talk about this. And you did it, Marla, right? So I want to say that 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 I, having worked with you, having worked for you for a lot of years, I can say that I again I can't remember a bad day. Well, did I'm you? glad you can't. I can't. I can that remember. Means
1: a lot.
0: I, and all I remember is consistently great days, right? Well, you did bring that kind of yeah. energy to work.
1: And I think, too, the energy comes from you got to love what you're doing, and I loved what
0: I was doing, so right. every
1: day coming to work for nextstar, fun, fun job, fun people to be around and I just I got my energy through through what I did
0: all right, well, very, very good and so anything else around this you want to share as we you have your experience here at nextstar working here um, any other advice you'd give a young manager
1: I would tell a young manager. It's it's not about you. Okay. It's about the person you're managing. And to listen, to care, and it, get the results. But you will get the results by being that caring manager because when they know you they that you care for them and support them, they will listen to the constructive criticism that you, you'll need to bring at times to yeah. keep them on the right path.
0: This is great advice. Thank you very much, Marla. You were... Uh, Again, thank you so much for what you did for NextStar all those years. We sure appreciate you. You did extraordinary work. And uh, this message uh, is, is extraordinarily important. So thank you so much for your time.
1: Thank you, Jack.
0: Thank you. And thank you all for listening to another episode of Leadership Lounges. This is Jack Tester with Marlowe Coffin. We'll catch you next time. Thanks so much.